Lekutei Taimim Uminhogim Lagodesh El Pesach, the uh, second uh, installment section of Seder Korban Pesach. First, we will uh, do the uh, Seder Korban Pesach, uh, in which the Rebbe stands upon, uh, uh, explains the. Uh, we will read from the uh, Seder Korban Pesach from the Alter Rebbe Seder. Seder Korban Pesach, Unishalma Forim Sifoseinu. We will uh, make up for the cattle, for the cows, for the cattle, for the sacrifices with our lips. Sifoseinu, Utfilas Mincha, and the Mincha prayer. He bimkoyim tamit shalbein harbaim is in the place of the afternoon Korban uh, Tamid. Uh, the constant carbon that was brought in the afternoon. Bizman Shabesamigdush Hoyakayum at the time that the Besamigdush was in existence, Hoya Pesach Nishchat, the Pesach was uh, slaughtered, uh Akhar Tomid Shel Bain Harboim. After the uh constant carbon uh, of the afternoon, uh then you shechted the carbon Pesach. Uh, so therefore, Kainroi, therefore it's uh, fitting, like so it's fitting, last week, Beseder Korban Pesach, to occupy oneself in the order of the uh, Pesach uh, sacrifice, Achat Mincha, after the Mincha prayer. And he shall say this, does the Korban Pesach maybe Chulu? Uh, so now we'll read from the Alter Rebbe Siddur. Korban uh, Pesach, the Pesach sacrifice, maybe minaksvosim or minhoizim, zachor ben shana is brought from male yearling lambs or kid goats. V'shoichatoy ba'azora b'chol mokoim, achar chatzois arbaosor davka. It is slaughtered anywhere in the courtyard of the holy temple after. Midday on the fourteenth Nisan. The Achar Shchitas Tomit Shel Bein Harboim. After the afternoon communal sacrifice was offered. The Achar Hatovas Neidis Shel Bein Harboim, and after the afternoon servicing of the lamps. The Ein Sheichatin as a Pesach Alachometz. We may not slaughter the Pesach sacrifice while Chometz is in our possession. If it was slaughtered before the afternoon sacrifice, it is valid. That is, the Korban Pesach was slaughtered before the afternoon sacrifice. It's kosher. It's kosher. Provided that one steers the Pesach sacrifices blood, so it does not congeal, until the blood of the afternoon sacrifices has been sprinkled, and then the blood of the Pesach sacrifice is sprinkled, one throw a Towards the base of the altar. V'chetzad oisim. What is the correct procedure? Shochat hashoichet. The slaughterer uh, 
carried out the ritual slaughtering. The Kibel HaKoyen HaRishen, then the first priest at the head of the line collected the blood. And passed it to his colleague, and his colleague to another colleague. And the priest standing adjacent to the altar, sprinkled it one throw towards the base of the altar. He returned the empty container to his colleague, and his colleague to another colleague. He first accepted the full container, and then returned the empty one. There were separate rows of silver containers and gold containers. The containers had no flat bases due to the concern that they might be placed down, allowing the blood to congeal. To uh, congeal. Afterward, they hung the Pesach sacrifice up, stripped all of its skin off, and tore it open. They evacuated its bowels. Uh, then they removed the sacrificial parts, namely, uh, the fat on the liver, Hachelev Sha'al HaKerev is the uh, fat on the entrails, that's the intestines, the, the Kerev, uh, the fat on the intestines. The Yeseres HaKovid, and uh, the lobe of the liver. Uveis Kloyes, and the two kidneys, Vachelev Sha'al Lehem, with their fats, uh, and the tail up to the backbone, Shalehen, that's on them. the tail up to the backbone. The Neusnon Shores. These uh, they placed in a ritual container, and salted them. And the priest burnt them on the altar, each part uh, separately. The requirements of ritual slaughter, the sprinkling of the blood, evacuation of the bowels, and burning of the fats override Shabbos prohibitions. Uh, the other requirements do not override Shabbos prohibitions. Accordingly, on Shabbos, the Pesach sacrifice was not carried home. Rather, the first group waited with their Pesach sacrifice on the Temple Mount. The second group, Yeshev Eslo Bachel, 
set on the chel area. Vahashlishis and the third group, bimkoyma imedes, remained where it was. Uh, at nightfall they would leave and go to roast their Pesach offerings because of the Shabbos they had to sit and wait there and they can't bring it home the Pesach sacrifice was slaughtered in three groups each group containing no less than 30 people the first group came in until the courtyard was filled, was full, whereupon it was locked. Uh, Halo was recited as they carried out the ritual slaughter and burning of the sacrificial portions. Im gomru oisoi uh, if they finished it before all the offerings were done, they would repeat it. If they finished a second time, uh, then uh, they would recite it a third time. Upon each recitation, three shofar blasts were sounded. Through a single blast, a trua and a tikia. Gomru lahakriv when they finished sacrificing. This is the first group. Paiskin ha'azora. The courtyard was opened. Yotza katrishayna. The first group left. Nichnas alkatshniya. The second group came in. Noelim dalsis ha'azora and the doors of the courtyard were locked. Gomru when they had finished. Paschu paiskin. Yotza katshniya. Nichnas katshlishi umaisechulam shav. When they had finished, the doors were opened, the second group left, and the third group came in. The sacrificial procedure for all the groups was the same. Uh, after they all left, the courtyard was washed, even on Shabbos, because it was filthy with blood. How was the washing done? There was a water course passing through the courtyard, which had an outlet. And uh, when they wished to wash the floor, they closed off the outlet. So causing water to overflow and flood the surrounding area, thereby washing off uh, all the blood and filth from the courtyard. would gather to it all the blood and all the dirt that was in the Azora. Then they would open up the outlet, and everything would flow out, leaving the floor clean and smooth, as is befitting for the Holy Temple. If the Pesach sack was found to be treif, uh, it was uh, terminally ill, not kosher, so then it does not count, and he must bring another one. And the Alter Rebbe concludes, This is the matter in great, in a very short, very abridged uh, version. 
Hayorei v'chorei d'altvar Hashem, those who are in fear and uh, the words of Hashem, and uh, uh, quickly care about the word of Hashem, likris oisei bizmanoi, to read it in its time after Mincha, so that its reading should go up for us, count for us in its place of sacrifice. And he should worry about the destruction of the temple. And he should beg before Hashem, the creator of the world, should build it quickly in our days. Amen. So the Rebbe in Seder called Pesach, and quotes the heading in the Shalm of Forim Chulu from the Seder. So, in a little bit change of languages in the Shalom, in the beginning, and also in the Seder, in the Rizal Seder. The Rebbe quoting the beginning, the opening, and Zoinian at the end of this whole section in the Alter Rebbe's Siddur that he's going to explain. And he says, Loshin Seder Hayoim Hutakshom, that's the language of the Seder Hayoim that was uh, quoted over there in the Shaloh and in the Siddur Horizon. The Rebbe brings down that the Siddur Yaivetz, in the Siddur of the Yaivetz, of Rabbi Yaakov Emden, he questioned on this order of the Korban Pesach, Kamo Kushis, many questions, several questions. The Kosav, and he wrote, La'imre to say it benusach acher in another language. yuksha, and in order so that it shouldn't be difficult, Masharabenu, Hevi Becholzeh, that despite that, the Altarebbe brings down the Loshen Seder Hayyim. So the Loshan of the Seder Ayyim. So despite the questions that the Yaivetz represented and arose differently, the Altarebbe did not choose the language of the Yaivetz, but rather he stuck with the Nusach of the Seder Hayyim that is in the Shaloh and the Seder Harizal. Yeshleimar betirut kushyes Hayyivetz. So this is what we can say to respond to the questions of the Yaivetz. Aleph, number one, what he asks. Shaloi hiskir zman ha-hakrovo b'yichud. Ugdimosei b'chal erev Pesach li is b'erev Shabbos. So the question is, because we do have uh, in the Chazal telling us that the Pesach was brought specifically on a regular erev Pesach when it's not not an erev Pesach, erev Shabbos. Uh, it would be brought on Shmoino o Mechza. And there's exact hour when the Korban Tomit was brought, and exact hour when the Korban Pesach was done. And on Erev Pesach, uh, it was a different hour. So the problem that the Yavetz has is that he doesn't tell you the time of the sacrifice specifically, and also and the earlier time when it Bechal Erev Pesach leaves better Shabbos, when Erev Pesach comes on Erev Shabbos, at that time you had the Pesach also a little earlier uh, and not the Shemayinu Mechza. So that's his question, why this doesn't say in the Seder. So the Rebbe says, Yesh Leimer. For this we can say, The Kiv on the Amira Seder Korban Pesach. 
since the saying of the order of the Pesach, the, of the carbon Pesach, Pesach sacrifice, it is because we want to make up to make up for the cows with our lips, as the according to the Alter Rebbe says, that that's why we're saying this. And they did not obligate, the sages who said to say it, did not obligate the Kavin to accurately uh, fit La'imre, to say it, to accurately say it, Bidiuk exactly at the time, that they would actually do the sacrifice. So there's no Chiyuv to say this, say exactly in that time. But Vidaya it's sufficient Shiya Bizman Shakrovas Korban Pesach Ksheda. As long it's sufficient that it be done in the time that the Korban Pesach is kosher to be sacrificed. Not when it was done, but during the time that it's permitted to do so in that space of time. Just as it is with regards to the Mincha prayer. We don't daven the Mincha prayer at the hour that they would do the carbon Mincha, the carbon Tomid in the, uh, the Beis HaMikdash. But there is that whole period that the carbon Mincha is kosher to be brought, the carbon Tomid, that is, becomes the time it was Mincha. So because of that, since it's, that's the reason for saying it, they didn't want to mention in this language that the Pesach was sacrificed on eight and a half, etc., and then different when it comes on Erev Pesach and the other hour. Since most of the time, he will not be able to accurately say it at that particular time, and he'll be contradicting himself. Because he's saying that it's brought at eight and a half hours, say for example, on an average and regular of Pesach, and then the truth is he's saying it not in eight and a half hours. So why mention something when you're not doing it? And the Chiv is actually to do it at any time during when it's kosher to be done. Beis, number two, the next question that he asked is, He did not specifies who, on whom the obligation lies upon. Because as we know, that the Chiyuv of the Korban Pesach is you have to be Toher, and you have to be uh, able to, you're obligated to bring it if you can reach Yerushalayim at the time of Shechitzah Pesach. So, in the uh, order of Korban Pesach, these details are missing over there. That's the complaint, the other complaint of the Yavitz, why that's missing. So the Rebbe says he did not say the We can answer this. The Loyrotsu Lifreid Bezed, the sages that in, instituted this carbon Pesach, didn't want to specify over here Duhu Davke Betoirim that it's only if you're pure. V'yecholim lahagil Yerushalayim and you're able to reach Yerushalayim b'shashchitas Pesach at the time that the Pesach needs to be shacht and then you're chayiv and otherwise you're exempt. The came because if we would say that who that would be contradicting the concept that we're making up that we'll make up Ukinaz mentioned before. Because well we're trying to make up for it and we'll be saying specifically in our saying that we are exempt because we're not toir, we cannot go to Yerushalayim and etc. And and, and, and and here we'll be saying those details which specifically say, okay, so what we're saying now, we're trying to make up, we're saying as if we're doing the carbon Pesach, but we're not really doing the carbon Pesach. 
So, Ukanal, that we don't want to mention things to look just contradictory to what we're trying to do. So, we're trying to make it in Shalma Parash Hussein. We don't want to mention those things that we are uh, lacking. The third uh, complaint of the Yaivetz was Gimel, that Leiporat Shinui Hafshetei Bishabes. He did not specify detail the change of the way the Korban Pesach was skinned uh, on Shabbos. And uh, so the Rebbe says, Yesh Leimer, we can say, Nafi Luim Tim Tzaleimer. Even if you are going to say the Ein Hafshetei Bishabes Kehafshetei Bechoyel, that um, the skinning that was done on Shabbos is not the same as Bechoyel, so there would be a difference. And there is a feeling to Tzuleimer because Re'ei Neisuklea Rambam Hilchas Korban Pesach Perek Alav Alochi Yudalid. Apparently, that when you look in the Neisuklea Rambam, it's not so clear that there is a difference uh, the way it was done on Shabbos according to everyone. But even if there is, Hare'ein Hashinui, the change is Elo Be'oifen Havshoto. It's only on the way it was skinned. It wasn't that it was skinned or not skinned. So these details he did not go to explain. So although he does say that on Shabbos you don't carry it home and it tells you what is Doiche Shabbos, but that's the actual, uh, the the Avoida the, the itself tells you what you could do and what you can't do. But here he has to go and tell you the Avshota is done. So if the Avshota wasn't done, that would be significant to mention it. But since the Avshota is done, but there's a difference, the way it's done, so he doesn't get down to these details. And that's why he doesn't mention it. So that's not a problem. Dalit, number four. Dalit, number four. The fourth complaint is that Kosav Bipshitus, that the he wrote in with uh, sim- simply, without... Equivocally, unequivocally, without making any din, in the Seder says that the Alya, the tail, was sacrificed. Um, it says, and he didn't condition that this is only by a sheep and not by a goat. For a goat, its tail is not sacrificed. And since the uh Rebbe began, the Seder is maybe minakvosim oyim from the sheep or the goats. And then he goes out and he says that you bring the alia, and if it's a goat, you don't bring the alia. The Rebbe explains, but we can say, the einze motsui, that this wasn't, uh, this is not common. It's not common not to sacrifice detail. Why? For the majority of their Pesachs often came from sheep, not from goats. This is similar to the first answer on a similar question, similar to this, uh, in Psochim Dav Gimel that the um, Tatoisva says that the majority were made from the Kvosim on a similar question, and therefore it's not such a problem that he just says here, uh, Bestam, that you were Makhlid Aliyah, although this doesn't apply to the 
Hayes, Vadayin Tsarachin still needs to be looked into. Hey, the fifth problem the Yavitz has with this Nusach is Nishmetu Prote Tzliya Sapesach Nikurei Vachilose. That the details of the roasting of the Pesach and the way it was cleaned out, the way it was eaten, have been uh, omitted. From this Seder, the way it's over here. The uh, Eshloimars, the Rebbe says, we can answer All this, the details of the roasting and the cleaning and the, and the way it was eaten is not important to the sacrifice of the Korban Pesach. The garment also Einoi Bizman Amiras say the Korban Pesach, and it's also not during the time that you say the Korban Pesach, because this is done in the time before nightfall, and that's done at night time. That's why he didn't mention them just in a general way, in which he just says that says Yotzu Vitzolu Pischeim. At the end, he says they they roasted Pischeim without going into the details. Vav, the sixth and the final argument of the Yaivetz is that Loiniskar al Dvar Chagigas Yudalit that is not mentioned with regards to the Chagiga that's the carbon of the fourteenth Vyesh uh, and um, it seems that that would also be in the Shalma Forms for Seinu even though it's not the carbon Pesach but there was another there was a carbon Chagiga there also brought. So that should be mentioned too, outside of the Korban Pesach. The Yeshleimer, we can say, as the Yavetz himself hinted, that this was omitted, the Korban Chagiga, the festive of Korban that was brought on the 14th is only optional. Uh, it's not mandatory. And also, you don't bring it if Erev Pesach is on Shabbos. And you don't bring it bimruba uh, um, or when there is um, you know a lot of korban pesach for them, so they're not short of meat, so they don't have to bring the the korban chagiga, as the Mishnah says, the ubetuma. And while betuma, so uh, even though the korban pesach can be brought, but the chagiga not. In the Mishnah, psachim samach tazumet beis. Umekabel kli hamolei tchila. The Rebbe is quoting from the. Seder Korban Pesach that he receives first the Kleh Hamolei Tchila with the blood to be sprinkled and and then he brings back the empty one, returns the empty one and the reason for that is that I've explained because we don't pass over mitzvahs so now there's a mitzvah of sprinkling returning is not the mitzvah anymore so you're don't pass over the mitzvah and return and then bring take the mitzvah. First you take the mitzvah and then you bring back the empty one. This is from Psochim, Psochim Then it said in the Seder uh, Korban Pesach that they would read uh, during the Korbanus, they would read the Korbanus Koirin Es Hahalel, they would read the Halel. So who would do the reading of the Halel during the sacrifices? So the Rebbe says, that's Halevim. That's what the Levim would do this, the reading. And the Rebbe quotes it to Sefta Psochim Seif Perik Dalet. This actually was a whole discussion between uh, the Rebbe and Rabbi Zevin, uh, uh, who, um, who um, thought that the Koyrinesa Halel is that the people do the Halel, but that's another discussion. 
Then it says they uh, when they finished the cold uh, Kriya, uh, for each time that they read, uh, they blew uh, Toikin. They blew three times. Toikin, who? Those are the they blew in the trumpets, the trumpets they were blowing, which is from Bamidbar, Pasik Perigud, in Pasik Chesyud, and also in from Mesech Tamid, Perig Zayin, Mishneh Gimel. The Rebbe quotes here, Venois Nim, Venois Nim Bechleishoris, Baos, it actually says Venois Nom, but Keniru Otois Atfus, Apparently, it's a mistake of the printer. Places them in many prints. So this is the correct way. Is not